sir. Ooh, yes, sir. Ooh, yes, sir. Okay. Hey, Calvin, freestyle real quick. Go. Hey, check it, check it, check it, check it. I'm out. <laughs> how y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing, baby? What's good? What's it is good? the Whiskey Conversation Podcast. We are back for another week, fellas. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. No complaints. Everybody good? Everybody Everybody's well? everybody Looking is down. fine. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You, you got you a okay. You got you a pocket square this week. Yep. Just making sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I knew y'all was gonna clown me if I didn't have one, so I ran back and got one. But because I didn't have one. But you don't have overalls on, so you're really good right now. I'm you're good. good. Yeah, I'm better than Mike. Really good. I'm better off than Mike. Yeah, hey, but y'all know how we do it. We're gonna start this episode off with toast. We don't have whiskey, but we got we're the wine. Distinguish with the wine. Here Come on, go. classy. <laughs> Jake, what are we toasting to? Oh, I'm Calvin this week. Yep. All right. Um, we're 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 toasting to the topic, the mystery topic, whatever that may be. We haven't had a mystery topic in a while, so in this is gonna long be good. Time. So we actually don't know the topic of this show right now. Disclaimer: <laughs> Jacob and I know nothing. What's about Zero. to go down? This man himself has it. So. But I'm it's gonna excited. Be interesting. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good show. Good show. And before we forget, definitely like, comment, subscribe. If you want us to talk about anything, definitely drop it down in the comments. Please. Hit that bell notification so these come directly to you. Support us. It really means a lot. Thank you. Thank right. you. How was y'all fourth of uh well Fourth of July? How, how was y'all July fourth? <laughs> <laughs> it's the difference. It's, it's I didn't difference. I didn't even okay. celebrate it. I didn't celebrate it. So I literally binge watched Stranger Things okay. the entire day. Okay. I left the house twice. Um, I think once to get a bottle of wine, and the second time was to pick bottle up a wine. pizza. Your, <laughs> that was oh, it. You having your weight next hill moment? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I told y'all <laughs> every week. So that, that, that was the only two times I left, and I binge watched. Like, I finished the season that day. That day, like I watched all eight episodes. That's a binge watch on another level. Hey, listen, like you okay? You okay? I didn't do nothing. No pool parties. No barbecue. None of that. <laughs> Mr. Grillmaster over here with a towel thrown over his shoulder. Not everybody can cop on the grill and grill the meat to the people's satisfaction. True. The true Grillmaster can. Yep. Okay. If the Grillmaster. You talking about somebody else? No, I'm talking about myself. Oh. Okay. okay. My, oh, my 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 okay. my barbecue is well documented. Okay. <laughs> Do you have okay. leftovers? Huh? Do you have any leftovers? Yes, I do. But that's going for lunch. <laughs> there we go. That's going for lunch. Few you knew where that was going. He was cutting right. you down quick. Yeah. Any others? So we here. Um, first, I want to shout out uh, Brian and Mike. As y'all can see, they not here. So we down to three today. But three is probably going to be good for for today's conversation. Oh, you know, for sure. Today's for sure. conversation. But but before we get into the main topic, uh, it's July. What's it? July. Six right now? Six. Six? Seven. Yep. Six. So we what midway in the summer somewhat? Yeah. August? Yeah. So not ready there, for there's this it. still dispute. not ready for it. Austin may not know this dispute, but it's the dispute going on. Are you calling me out like that? Hey, okay. City Boys yeah, versus it's City okay. Girls. Ooh. The dispute is saying that the City Boys are winning the summer by a landslide. Okay. Okay. What what what's your take on the City okay. Boys versus okay. City Girls? So here's my thing. Like, just this weekend on Instagram, I scrolled past 60 captions that said City Girl Summer or Hot Girl Summer. When I tell you I'm so sick of hearing that shit. <laughs> now, hold on, though. Right? You got to understand, and I was just having this conversation. Everybody is not a hot girl. 
Everybody can't have a hot girl summer. There need to be some kind of qualifications. Jacob over needs here to doing be... it. Say it with your chest. No, I'm <laughs> saying no. There got to be an initiation. Like Megan Thee Stallion oh my God. has to come up with a criteria to be a hot girl. Because everybody can't have a hot girl summer. Wow. And if they can, then we can too. I'm having a hot boy summer, a city boy summer. Do, do you know what a hot boy, city boy, hot girl, city girl summer is? If you have to ask, assume that I don't okay. know. So, so let's go. So pretty much. It's pretty much a summer where the boy or the girl. At first, it started with the girls. You got the okay. city girls, which is a group. Okay. So now all the girls want to be city girls. Uh, then you have Meg The Stallion, which is a rapper. She has okay. her, her, like, the beehive. She okay. has the hot girls. Okay. Hot girls. The hot girls. So it's like so, a club, essentially. So, so yeah. But okay. it's, it's a club based on a lot of ratchet, thoughtish it's activity. It's a ratchet club. Yeah, it's right. a ratchet club. So so that, that that that's, like, been the battle. Are you just dancing around the word hoe right now, or what are you – no, it's not that. No, okay, no, that. I won't say that. Just ratchet okay, activity. Just, ratchet. Yeah, no, just, just, ratchet just, just very ratchet activity. Yeah. Okay, so borderline. So, so, so <laughs> the thing is, it started off as the city girls and Megan having this club for the women. Okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't last but probably three weeks before the guys took over. It's like, oh, city boys, hot boys. And so now okay. they're competing to see who can do the most ratchet activity or finesse the most. So now, doesn't sound good. The, the season, the season, we mid-season. This is the All-Star break. Fourth of July is the All-Star break. Oh, for sure. Okay. And so right now, the city boys are, seem to have a better record than the city girls out of finessing the women more than the women have been able to finesse the men. Okay. So, by the way, Mike is watching right now, and he just commented, nah, they don't want to be city girls anymore. They're all in jail and pregnant. <laughs> Right. Wow. Every, everybody okay. want to be so a city that, girl until it's that time to be a momentum. city girl. They killed the momentum. So okay. now the city boys have taken off on fast break layups and dunks for the remainder of the game. Okay. For sure. For sure. So it's just it's, it's interesting. It's so interesting. it's it's basically just a season of being extra. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I do find it funny how the girls did have like they had their their little club. And then the boys just like took it clean over. Yeah. So, yeah. so where does because we talked about this before during our cuffing season episode. By the way, if you haven't seen that, go check it out before and check out another videos and like subscribe. Do it again. Hashtag plug. Anyway, where does sundress season come into this? Well, it is, it is sundress, oh, it's season. sundress season. It's sundress now. season right now. As soon as it get hot. But the thing, <laughs> okay. and I, I gave you this, I gave you this tutorial when we was talking about uh, when you we did. was talking you about broke cuffing it down. season. You made it very simple for me. I appreciate it. So what's that. gonna happen? What's gonna happen? In the midst of this city girl, hot girl summer, girls gonna be living their best life. Okay, for sure. Okay. They gonna be living their best life from June. Well, with, with Dallas, with Dallas, you can go to like I was September. About to say September. Yeah, with right. Dallas, you can go to September. Yep. What's gonna happen mid September? It's the girls that's been, you know, hot girls and city girls all summer. Okay, you are gonna start to hear men ain't shit, guys ain't shit, all guys dogs. Okay, because they've been doing city girl, hot girl activity all summer. Okay, and now it's time to get cuffed. For the fall. Okay. So that's when we go into cuffing season. Because okay. at that point, you see the girl activity not kept you from getting cuffed. Okay. So now, see, it's, 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 just, it's just a revolving door. The same okay. thing happened every year. Oh, okay. for sure. It this, happens every this, year. This is what I will say, though. I think that women are a lot better at finessing than men. Oh, definitely. Like, women they're are smarter. the ultimate definitely. finesses. Like, I've never seen a woman pay to get in anywhere. I've never seen a woman pay for her own drinks. I've never seen that before. Like, women, they will play the game. They know exactly what to do to oh, get yeah. a free meal, get a free drink. 
Like, they will play you as long as they need to to get what they need. I saw an article Men came cannot out. cannot finesse that way. I saw an article came out, and I think it was talking about, like, millennial women. But it was saying, like, the majority of them typically go out on dates just to get a free meal. Mm-hmm. And that's just the culture for now, predominantly with city girls. The city girls thing. out here. It's the actual thing. Making city sense. girls Making out sense. here. I don't know if we can beat them in that. I don't know if we can beat them in I was, that. I was out with my girl for her birthday, and there was five of her friends. And we were in Deep Ellum, and we were going to a spot. They literally, I'm walking to the back of the line. <laughs> Straight up. They literally walked and stopped midway at the line and just stood in front of other people. Yeah. And just walked in front. Yeah. My girl's like, come on. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't about to nah. Y'all go here. Yeah. That, that, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But it's just, I will say women are way better finessers than men. They are. By, by far. By, by far, are. better finessers. For sure. But when it comes to the shits. Oh, men are better yeah, with the hang. shits, they can't and hang. I think that's where the city girl, hot girl, city boy, hot boy, summer collide, and that's why men win. I think all women want to be savages or give off this savage mentality until until, until it's time until, to get active. <laughs> until a hot yep. boy or city boy yeah. come in with the even more savage it's time mentality. Time to get active. Come yep. on. So you know, I think I think we being well represented. This is my first summer. <laughs> <laughs> not on the team, <laughs> but I think I think Your the city, first cuff to summer. Yeah, this is my first summer not on yeah, the team. Yeah, let's make it clear, ladies, that this man right here is cuffed. So hey, this cuffed my, now. This is my first summer not on the scene, but I'm happy that the fellows were representing and not letting the women just run away. Oh, for sure, run away with this effort this year. This is for beautiful. Sure. This is beautiful. So you know, before we get into today's topic, and we get into the say with your chest, let's just give a huge shout out to our sponsor today. All right, so our sponsor for today's show is Destination uh, Shoe Shine. Thank you. So Destination Shoe Shine, this is actually a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Mr. Billingsley. Um, he shines my shoes. He shines Mike's shoes. If you need shoe repair, if you need shoe taps, like this is literally the man for the job. Um, they do a bag service where you can actually pick your shoes up. He will pick your shoes up. He will clean them, polish them, or, again, repair them and drop them back off to you. If you want to take it a step further, then um, he can even come to your home or office, right? Um, He hosts events. He has a mobile chair, and um, he gives an executive experience is what he calls it. He's a great guy, too. Had a good conversation Yeah, really, really good guy. Um, he is really trying to build his business here in Dallas, Texas. He is local and homegrown. Um, you can find him on IG. Just search Destination Shoe Shine. Um, and again, his name is Mr. Billingsley. So shout out to our sponsor for this episode. I, I will say he dropped some shoes off for Jacob and Mike last week, two weeks last ago. Last week, yeah. Them things like. Them things will shine. You can see, I, see, definitely see your reflection in I the thought, I thought it was a new pair. I thought they just gave yeah. him some new shoes. You know, so you know, Mike pigeon toes. So his had an extra crease. <laughs> pigeon toe so and bow legged. Pigeon toe and bow legged. So they his was like pole. extra crease. Yeah, uh, Mike extra shoes lean. was leaning like this. I was like, okay, yeah, he did a good job. He just can't. You can't do nothing about a pigeon. You can't take out those creases. Can't take out those creases, dog. I'm His sorry. shoes were out in the front first, not the back. Like you, wear out in you the know, front you know, with, you know, like with Air Force and Jordans, how they sell that thing that keep it from creasing. Sure. That's what Mike need in his shoes oh, to balance oh yeah, out. Gosh. To balance out, Mike, you need shoe trees at all times. Yeah, bro. yeah, at you need, you need, you need some, you need some support in your shoes, Mike. Mike just commented, "I'm weak," so that's our first one for the day. So, <laughs> I'm dead. so um, we gave y'all y'all humor. 
my say it with your chest, which is going to lead into uh, the topic for today, isn't really as humorous. Uh, oh, it's serious. It's, it's a serious one. It's a Uh-oh. serious one. Okay. So, um, take your time, preacher. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> My say, my say it with your chest, and I feel that we can have these conversations uh, just because we've had them before uh, on this podcast. We don't shy away from topics. We embrace each other's uh, standpoints, uh, viewpoints, and things like that. Um, my say it with your chest comes from that I am tired of the fake white oppression. And what I mean by that is... Mm. The Little Mermaid uh, issue that is very prevalent in society to where uh, the cartoon Little Mermaid, which most of us grew up on, I've never seen it as a kid. I never watched it. It just wasn't my movie. Hey, bro, you got to uh, grow up. I wasn't interested. It was a princess movie. I didn't care. Okay, I watched Lion King and Aladdin. Uh, they're remaking a live-action movie of The Little Mermaid. Ariel in the movie is white with red hair. The live action is going to be a black uh, young lady. Um, her name is Hallie. I can't remember the last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she is stunning, by the way. She is very, beautiful, very beautiful, gorgeous. Bro. Yeah. Um, they are putting her as Ariel in this live action movie. And there's been some backlash in regards to that by uh, some white people in America as saying that they are not representing Ariel correctly how she should be represented. Uh, Ariel should not be a black woman. There has even been a picture that has came out that shows Ariel as a black woman with buck teeth sitting on top of a watermelon. And there is a Facebook campaign Mm. that says, make Ariel white again. Mm. And so with that, my sale with your chest comes from the one character that is put as black out of centuries of characters being profiled as white to where they aren't even white. We can go, you've never seen a black Santa Claus in mainstream television. You have to go to a black area to see a black Santa Claus. You never see any geographical reference to the actual geographical. If you do a movie in Egypt or you do a movie in Africa or whatever the case may be, you're always seeing white people. Any biblical movie, there's always been white people. They're not you know, Middle Eastern people is always white people. And with Jesus, Jesus is white. Geographically, Jesus, that does not make he sense. He was not white. He, yeah, he, he was, was an white. Arab. I'm saying I'm sure. saying how it's portrayed. Oh, absolutely. So I feel that I find it kind of funny how Ariel has no, Little Mermaid has no cultural reference. She's simply a fish, a fish. She can be black. She can be white. She, she can be Hispanic. She a fish. She a fish. But the fact that she's now put as black and the white culture seems to take that as a hit on their um, existence or their childhood or their culture in a sense, I find it absolutely retarded. I find it stupid. I find it that, I mean, all this is happening after the 4th of July. Everybody wants everybody to have a certain pride about America, but then you still have this the stigmatization that's put on black people in America that they can't do certain things. So that's my say with your chest. I got more to say, but I just I want to leave the floor open for you two to comment on 
however you feel. Austin, you want to go first? Or you want me to take? It? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I mean, as as a white man seeing this, I I think it's stupid. I don't have an issue with a black Ariel. I mean, my only comment on that is like I grew up knowing the white redhead Ariel, and like I prefer redheads, and so I'm like. She's beautiful. That's what I gravitate towards. So it's different. On a lighter note, Austin does like redheads. I do. I just, in, real yeah. life. <laughs> in real life. In real life. Yeah. So, um, but like when I see a black redheaded Ariel, I'm like, all right, it's different. But again, that's not anything against her. She's beautiful. That actress is absolutely stunning. Um, the the fake oppression. I would agree with you on that because I mean, as white people, specifically in America, I mean, we we've, we've got it so easy. Um, we're really quick to be offended, um, and we try to make ourselves very comfortable. So, you know, we're not comfortable with Arabic people. I, I, I'm not going to say for the majority, but there are some people. Oh, I don't know sure. the percentage, but they're for just sure. uncomfortable. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. you're Arabic. I don't, I don't yeah. know how to. I don't know mm -hmm. how to deal with you. Well, if you believe in Jesus, you got to believe in the Arabic Jesus because he grew up in Jerusalem. He wasn't a white, perfectly sculpted blonde. Yeah, like it actually says in the scriptures that he wasn't attractive to like to men. Like he wasn't a good-looking guy. So you're forcing him into something that he truly wasn't. So with this, I mean, America, I believe, was founded on what it's supposed to be founded on was, you know, diversity, where freedom, people can um, believe and uh, follow what they want to and they're welcome to. That's what's portrayed, but what has been followed through, like, unfortunately, racism, racism has been a part of our history. For sure. And that wasn't right. No one is advocating this, like, oh, well, let's bring it back. Mm -hmm. Why? They weren't even treated as, as humans. And so when the culture, as you know, you guys have mentioned it before, that when the culture basically fights back or just like, hey, let's, you know, let there be a black aerial or more black politicians where you understand the culture better. You know, we take it as oppression. For me, I mean, I don't take it really as oppression in that area. Um, not necessarily, not, not to necessarily bring devil's advocate into this, but a different perspective is I will say that guys similar to me have a sort of oppression. A white Protestant male is considered the enemy for a lot of people. People just label white Protestant males as an enemy, like, oh, you don't support women or you're against black people or whatever. People have viewed that as an enemy. So I haven't personally I haven't experienced that firsthand. So I'm not gonna claim that. Like I'm I've under I'm I'm beginning to understand your culture better. And so I mean I don't look I didn't even look down on it in the first place. I just I didn't understand it because I wasn't really around it. And so You don't know what you don't know, bro. Exactly. And so yeah, with this if people are saying, oh, you know, we're oppressed by there being a black aerial, grow up. It's a movie. Like, it was a story. And, like, the Disney story isn't even the real, it's like, the real story. it's not the real story. So if you look it up, it's terrible. So it's a black aerial. Come on. Like, what, what's the big deal about that? So I'm about to take this a few different places. <laughs> and I'm about to offend some people, but I don't care. Cause I'm drunk. You just mean it. And when I'm drunk, I speak. You ain't freely. even been drinking the eighteen percent. Come on now, yeah, no, this is stronger it's than that. What it's, is it? It's recent. Is that recent? Oh, okay. that's not strong. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, sorry, I thought it was recent. Thirteen percent, same as yours. Okay, <laughs> but you know we halfway through the bottle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did not pregame before the episode. Let's just clarify that right now. Um, 
And I, I gotta, I have to, again, like, the reason mine will be so long is because I got to touch on some things you said and some things that you said. So I think I first and foremost want to say that this is not the first time this has happened, right? Like, this is not the first time that a black person has been cast for a role that has been predominantly white. When they and white Elba, people have gotten uh, upset. James Bond. Yeah, James yeah. Bond and 007. Um, I don't even know if y'all saw that new Spider-Man movie, which is animated. It's like called um, Spider Verse. Are you talking about yeah, yeah Spider Universe? Yeah, Spider Man, black, yeah. black kid, yeah, black kid from Brooklyn. Um, like they so done was, this. was he a Spider Man or was he like a sidekick? No, no he was Spider Man. Okay, I was, was thinking he was a side- I didn't watch it, so I didn't really know. Yeah, it was actually really good. It was okay. funny. So I heard should, it was really really check good. it out. Um, but like again, that has happened time after time after time um, when they cast um, Childish Gambino. And Star Wars, right? It, it's continued to happen throughout the years, right? And so, um, although people are upset right now, it will pass. It will pass. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that there it's were just a something lot of new people, for people to yeah, make fun something of. Something new. Like there, there were a lot of people that were mad when Will Smith got cast as the genie in Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Find I, me a blue and I human feel being. Like he played that role better than anybody else could have. Yeah. Like that easy. role was made easy. Robin Williams. No, he's no, he talking about could have like as present. Oh, just okay, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that role was made for him, and a lot of people were upset by that. And so, you know, I think that you know people will be upset, but people will get over it. Yeah. So when we rewind back, right to the whole, you know, July Fourth thing, I think unconsciously the reason I didn't celebrate the Fourth of July is because although that was America's Independence Day. We were still slaved, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why we celebrate Juneteenth, right? Which is when we got our freedom and our emancipation. So, you know, I feel like we've already had our holiday. This to me is just a day off, literally. Um, you know, but but the other side to that is that I do think that America, as far as opportunity is concerned, is probably like the best place to be yeah it, you can't really yeah. beat it uh, and you, it's not saying it's perfect at all i mean it's, it's oh it's still far jacked from up. perfect but it's legitimately like the land of opportunity mm-hmm. you know if if you want it you can get it here you know there are yeah. some other countries where even if you want it you can't get it right and so you know going back to that i think america influences the culture around the world but I also think that American culture is black culture. Yeah. We, that, we, uh, unpack that, unpack that, that statement that, a little that, more. That, but, no, you, I'm glad you said that because that, that ties into my next statement of – not next statement, but my next thought around this. And um, if you look at the whole Ariel going from a white mermaid to a black mermaid and you look at the outrage that it's had from white America, I, I laugh at it because – White America seems to forget that back in the, the, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, there were a lot of black singers and a lot of black artists who sang songs to only have white faces put on their album cover because they couldn't sell those in stores because they were black. Or mm. they would have to sing songs and then give them to white artists um, in order for the white artists to sing and then use their songs. If you look at hip-hop well not even hip-hop we can go back if you look at jazz blues you look at blues you look at rock and roll 
We started Those that are all shit. things that black people started. <laughs> we started that shit. And it somehow got taken over. You look at hip-hop, and this kind of goes back to, I was kind of thinking on this when we talked about uh, Lil Nas or Nas X, whatever his name is, oh, about, yeah. about Old Country Road yeah. and how white people Old said, Town Road. Old Town Road, and, old people, and white people be like, well, that's not country. That's not country music. But if you look at hip-hop, you got the Beastie Boys and you got all these white like white artists for sure who we could say well that's not rap music that's not hip hop music but I, I would feel, never even consider feel, the Beastie Boys hip hop but but other people would true but yeah. other people mm-hmm. would so I feel like I feel conf- not conflicted but I feel upset because when it comes to music and the culture we black people continue to exhibit culture give culture and we embrace other people inside of our culture but if we go to tap into another culture, then it's banned too. You black guy doing country music or a black guy mixing country and hip hop, nah, that's not how we do it. You now they, I, there was this meme that had Billy it was a meme. And it was like Billy Ray Cyrus goes to the BET Awards, Lil Nas X, oh he good, he cool with me. And then they put it in reverse. They have Billy Ray Cyrus brings Lil Nas X to the CMT Awards. And Billy Ray says he's cool, he with me, and he gets a side eye. Like, I feel that when it comes to culture and when it comes to, I don't even want to say acceptance because I don't think that we fight to be accepted. Like, you're either going to take us for who we are. But when, we it, com- when, it, comes to, when, it, t- when it comes to ingratiation. I'll unpack that. Nobody, nobody wants to ingratiate black people as black people ingratiate other people into our culture. Now, on, on, on the comment of the, the country, like, I've, I've grown up in country music and that type of culture. I mean, like, the first person that comes to mind is, like, Darius Rucker. You think of Darius Rucker's music compared to Lil Nas, it's completely different, and you think Darius Rucker, like, oh, that's actually country music because there's something to – it's the it's the, the structure of the music. It's behind – um, like the words behind it, it's just it, it's it's a it's a lifestyle. What my but what Lil Nas X was it now lifestyle? I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road and gonna ride till I can't. Like that that like that sounds that has all the banter and the twang and the tune of a country. Yeah, song. but it had like the country loop on it. And there's even like white country artists who mm-hmm. are taking in that kind of rap, click click snap, like that kind of hip hop music, and they're trying to bring it into country and it's just not a good mix i don't care if you're white or black it's just it doesn't blend it's like if you're hip-hop be hip-hop if you're country be country and 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 again this is me as a con i would i would say consumer listening to country music it's not well you're black you need to stay out of it it's it just it's not what it's not what country is now of course country has developed if you listen to country in the 60s compared to country now it's completely different, and yeah, it is going to develop, but I just my like like I said, my issue with Lil Nas is that it was just it was a hip hop structured song with a country twang mm-hmm. with the same similar loop. So that that was my issue with that. Like mm-hmm. I said, coming from the country background, like okay, you know what country is? There's old country and there's new country. There's Nashville country, right. like that kind of thing. And like even with, for example, um, Florida Georgia Line, like that's not. That's not country. That's that's a pop, like kind of covered by a country something. I mean that that's really what it is. Right. But I think, let, let, like let, to, to, to 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 your sentiment though about what 
like what's not country, what is country. I think like it's hard for we as black people to say, well, that to hear people, someone say that's not country, that's not country when you have um, you have white singers, whatever the case may be, that we've made R like put in an R and B classification and have not second guess like with Justin Timberlake. To me, Justin Timberlake pop. In sync yeah, that's, that's all pop. That's pop. I but we 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 as black people have ingratiated that into the culture. I'm gonna to touch on that aspect as well. Yeah. But we've ingra- we keep ingratiating people into our into the culture and say, Okay, that's R and B or okay, that's rap or okay, yeah, this is jazz or whatever the case may be. And we don't we don't want to say, well, nah, that's not that's not that that, that doesn't sound like R and B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. think it just it's like a slap in the face when you have somebody that makes a, a song. There's nobody rapping about mm-hmm. horses or riding on Old Town Road or anything like that in hip hop music. And then he has a then he has like one of the biggest country singers on the song, right? And it still doesn't give it valid. And Billy Ray Cyrus is rapping more about what hip hop people rap about. Then Lil Nas is Billy Ray Cyrus rapping about a, a a Lambo or something in the car. Like he like he's he's being more superficial with his lyrics than Lil yeah, Nas is. I don't think is. Billy Ray Cyrus has been country in a while. I really but, don't but, think but, he has. But but, let's, but in his let's circle uh, but back you're gonna though. put him in, under his discography. You're gonna put country in, for sure. in the past, yes. But like recently, because he's no. not popular at all. We we gotta circle back to the actual topic because I feel like now we're talking about country and hip hop and a fusion. Right. Let's circle back to the actual issue at hand. Well, that was just my say with my chest. Oh, but the actual oh, overall sure. topic is ingratiation and appropriation. Oh, I'm gonna take culture. it there. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take it there. So, number one, and I'm gonna say this again, and it's because I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. Black people set the tone in America, and we have since it started. Right. So, you know, before we were here, the Moors were here. They set the tone. Right. So the same way, you know, people are taking the culture now, people have been taking our culture since the beginning of time. So when it comes to fashion, we set the tone. When it comes to music, we set the tone. When it comes to style, design, we we set the tone like we have been the ones to have our pulse on, you know, what's hot, what's new what's trendy like there are some things that black people have been doing for years right that will eventually gain popularity with another culture but the reason i said that is to say there are a lot of you know communities out there and people out there that want to do what we do but don't want to be us right so they want to like they want to take the style. They want to take the music. They want to take the culture, but they don't want to be black, right? For sure. There's a big difference between the two. So I think that, you know, we really have to look at, and, and again, to, to your point, because this is all about being accepted, right? We are continuously trying to be accepted in a system that wasn't built for us, Right. And so we continue to try and get into, you know, other cultures, other communities, and, you know, we're, we're, we're facing constant rejection, but it's because those systems weren't built for us. So, you know, to your point, we talked about, like, slavery was, wasn't a good thing, right? Um, civil rights movement, that happened. That wasn't that long ago. Like, my mom was born in 1960, right? 
MLK was assassinated in 68. 68. So, like, my mom grew up in the civil rights movement. My mom, not my grandmother, not my great-grandmother. Like, my mom grew up during the civil rights movement. So, my mom told me stories about going places to eat, and there was a white entrance and colored entrance. She remembers going to stores, and there was a white fountain and color fountain. That was not that long ago. That was not that long ago, right? Jim Crow was not that long ago. And so I, I, I feel like although we've came a long way, like we still have a long way to go. So I know there are a lot of men that listen to this podcast, right? So let's just reference like a video game. So you got a PlayStation and you got an Xbox, right? Two different systems. You got a PlayStation, you got an Xbox. Let's just say the PlayStation is the black community um, and the Xbox is the white community or every other community. We have for years been trying to get this PlayStation game to work on the Xbox, to work inside of Xbox. It will never work unless you go in, you know what I'm saying, change the system, switch some wires, make it backwards compatible. Either way it goes, you have to do a lot of work to that system for it to accept the PlayStation game, right? Like, we have been constantly trying to get this game to work in a system that wasn't made for us. And that's why there's always so much rejection. Every single time there will be. So are you saying on basically the white or any other culture outside of a black community that whole thing needs to change or can there be a collaboration where the, we both work together? No, I don't, I don't, that's the, that's the thing that nobody knows. People don't know because there, there are two sides to the coin. Some people say play the system, right? Play the game. And then some people say, create your own system, create your own game. But, and I think there needs to be a combination of both. And the thing is to, to your point, I don't think it's more so of, the black community trying to force its way into yeah, our I community. The, the I think force aspect is what it's not yeah. force. Not not force. I don't think but we I, don't, I don't think I don't think we necessarily I think there's an effort, don't get me wrong, but I don't think there's like, like there, a continuous in a push. Trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think I think the problem comes and I think like we keep getting slapped in the face because and me, me and one of my, me and one of my good friends, we had to talk about this. Like, I get so tired of the invite him to the picnic, black people. I get so tired of that. And what I mean by that, for those who don't know, those are the black people who, let's say, Austin, Austin can dress well in a suit, whatever the case may be. He's white, looks very good, everything like that. You may have a female that likes, hey, you need to invite him to the barbecue, meaning the black inner circle. Or you may have a white guy that can dance good. Or you have Justin Timberlake who can sing good. Or you may have a white guy that can rap. Like any person that's white that does something that's out of the ordinary that a black person can do, we highlight that Naturally. more than putting them on the same level playing field Ask the black person always saying, hey, invite them to the cookout. Invite them to the barbecue. Like, as in invite them to the culture versus if you look at from a historical context, Venus and Serena came on the scene playing tennis. They didn't get the, oh, invite them to the clubhouse or invite them to the country club. White people continually tried to get them kicked out of tennis 
and continued to try to manipulate their game because they didn't think two black girls from Compton needed to be in Ooh, tennis. Talk about it's it. It's the same way Tiger Woods. White people did not like a Every black sport. man. And even though even though I'm not a Tiger Woods fan because Tiger Woods said he doesn't want to be identified as black, so I'm not a Tiger Woods fan, so I get that we traded disclaimer. Him. But, <laughs> but even when Tiger Woods came on the scene, white America, white golfers did not want Tiger Woods doing all that stuff that he was doing, breaking records, beating all these great white golfers and winning all these masters. If you look at was not long ago. Was not long this ago stuff at all. Is recent. Like if you look at if you look at Jackie Robinson, when Jackie Robinson first came into Major League Baseball, he was a good baseball player. There was a reason there was a Negro League because white people did not want to ingratiate black people into a sport no matter how good they were, but we as black people keep putting white people that can do the same thing that we can do on this higher pedestal and give them a higher like classification than just the normal black person. I think that's where people keep getting a slap in the face or keep like seeing like y'all need to stop doing that because black people are never put on a pedestal in 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 white America's eyes. Black people are never elevated higher than the average white person in white America's eyes, but black people uh. continue to put Get, get, name, name me one. Name me one black person that has in white America that has been put above white America. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like sports. I mean, you got you guys run that sports. Well, I mean that that I mean, but that's just. I mean, but, if we, but if that's we, a big thing. That's a big part yeah, of American but culture. If, if we, I mean, if, you think of LeBron, you think of Michael, you think of um, LL Cool J, you think of uh, God. What's the guy who's married to Beyonce? Um, Jay Z, Jay Z. I mean, okay, no, but, but again, no but again, okay, tapping into Jay Z. <laughs> there you go. If we tapping into Jay Z, we tapping into basketball. Basketball and hip hop are predominantly black and ran by black. So if you because get white boys can't jump. Teams. <laughs> if teams. you get, you're not talking. About I'm talking ownership. about players. I'm talking about players. Right. I'm talking yeah, about I'm players because there's on. no white. There's no black ownership yet, really. So, but when you look at, if we're gonna say Jay Z. If you look at when Eminem came on the scene, like Eminem can rap his ass off. I give him mm-hmm. that. Eminem, Eminem is one of my like when we talk about bars. Eminem can rap his he's, ass. He's off. a top five lyricist. Yeah. But the, but the thing sure. is, when M came on the scene, black community was like, bring him to the kickout. They put M up here when you now had Jay Z and all these rappers that's been doing this for years and are the top of our kilt. They put him up here because. For some reason, I don't know if black people are programmed to do that or because it looks different and we're not used to seeing that, that we put this person on a pedestal. But, again, there's no black person that's put on a pedestal in America. No, Barack Obama was a whole president. For sure. For sure. And Granted, I'm not, I'm not arguing politics. Some people think he did good. Some people did bad. Yeah, we're not. You know, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not arguing that. I'm arguing from the standpoint of you have a black president, you have Venus and Serena killing in tennis, you have Tiger Woods killing in golf, you have Jackie Robinson in the Major League Baseball. Never once were any of those athletes put on. Initially, Tiger eventually got there. Like people pay to go see Tiger, but again, Tiger don't deem himself as black. But there was never once where these these people were put on a pedestal in an all white environment or sport because white people did not want that to happen. 
I'll, okay, so I'll, I'll take it, and then I want to get your response on this, right? So I had a teacher when I was in college who taught me what white privilege is. So we talked about, I think we talked about that earlier, or at least mentioned it. I think like, we had brushed up on yeah, it. Yeah, what white privilege is. Um, she told me, like, white privilege is the ability to, you know, not only be unaware, but not have to ask certain questions. So when she phrased it that way, it made sense to me. So, you know, so when we talk about oppression and when we talk about racism and when we talk about things like that, most white people are like, because you said it earlier, you like, I'm learning a lot about y'all culture, right? And it's because you just and, and, and I want right. to make it clear. I mean, I don't agree with every point, but there oh, are for sure. Where I'm but you were understanding yeah, better yeah. that I didn't know before. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because you weren't surrounded by it, like you said. It, I mean, I grew up in Stephenville. Yeah, it wasn't Stephenville. There's four black people there. Yeah, and you don't know what you don't know, and so you know you may have never had that conversation of when you get pulled over by the police, what to do. You may have never had that conversation of. You know, when you walk down the street, this is what you should do, right? Like, there are some conversations that, you know, black people and black families have that white people and white families don't have to, right? And that is, that is that's the privilege. So, you know, it's not the way we're treated per se, right? It's the conversations that we have to have it's, and it's that you don't. the way we're raised, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Oh, hold on. What about the white dude who grows up in the hood and every time the cop gets behind him, the cop thinks, oh, this white guy, he's here to buy drugs. But uh, unbeknownst to him, I live here. Well, you're becoming, I'm trying to phrase it properly, you are... Well, let's listen. No, no, you're you're becoming profiled because of the location that you're in. So, so you're from the hood. My butt cheeks still clench just as much as y'all guys do when the cop gets behind me because I know the cop behind me going, "Is he here to buy drugs?" No, dude, this is my neighborhood. Right, but this is where uh, I again, live. When when a, if you see a cop, I think generally if a cop is in this lane and you driving here. And he pulls up behind. I think anybody is gonna like get nervous anybody. about that, right? But I think the conversation is had to where, at age, at age seven, me and my dad got pulled over. My dad had. I remember. I remember the car. He had a old Buick Regal, old old school car. Me and my dad were coming from a baseball game. Cop pulls my dad over, and again, I'm six or seven at this time, and he doesn't see me. So he pulls my dad over, takes his license, but he do, he doesn't know I'm in the car until he walks over. And so he he's not in his car for like 30 seconds. He comes back, and he just tells my dad, like, uh, I just pulled you over. I need you to get your headphones off your rearview mirror. You pulled my dad over because of headphones on the rearview mirror, probably because you were going to give him a ticket or question him about something else, but it was a six-year-old boy in the front seat. And so at that age – I had to have a talk with my dad about what to do if a police ever pulls you over or why a police may pull you over. So I think that's something that growing up white, you guys don't have to really have that conversation. conversation. You don't. How do you have a conversation and say, 
hey, uh, if a cop pulls you over from leaving your house and you live in a lower class neighborhood, right. low income cop, neighborhood, yeah, low yeah. income neighborhood, how do you go? No, I'm not buying drugs from there. I right. live there. I got, I got this. So, and Austin, you might appreciate this. So, there is a such thing, and you know, some people debate this, but there is a such thing as reverse racism, right? So, like you've mentioned multiple times on this show, you know, there are some black people that only choose to work with black people. Yep. Straight up, like if I can have it my way, I could only, I would only work. With people that look like me. I would only hire people that look like me. I would only serve people that look like me. There are a lot of people out there like that. A lot of people. And, you know, some people say money is green. I will work with whoever. You know, but a lot of people will say, like, I'm literally, even though I'm open to working with everybody, my focus is working on, you know. But but that's not not reverse racism. If 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 I'm open... If I'm open to working with anyone, yeah. If no, I'm, if I'm open to working with anyone, but I choose to work with someone that's black, you right. more more so because that's what that, they do. That's just empowering. That's what everybody. White that's people what do the same does. thing. Now, if I'm saying if Jewish, if, they if, all do if, that. if I come Hispanic. with the mind, if I come with the mindset of say, well, forget white people, forget Hispanics, for, like forget everybody, and I'm just strictly then that's racism. Okay. That, that, but then again. As black people, though, is it really racism if no. you've had that same no. treatment your whole life? No. But back, but but to Jedi, but to Jedi's question, though, I think with your situation, that may be a talk that your parents have to have because again, you gotta realize the environment that you in. Because as that a police, matters. as a police officer, if in East St. Louis, Illinois, which is probably ninety eight percent black if you see a white person driving around east st louis illinois at nighttime they well no they either there to buy drugs or they they there to do something nobody goes into an inner city community at nighttime of the opposite race unless Unless they're trying to do something something. right but you're being profiled but that's what i'm saying like i grew up in raleigh memphis tennessee okay predominantly black like 90% black. And if I go to Taco Bell, if I try to leave my house, go to Taco Bell, I get pulled over and the cops think I'm buying drugs from my own neighborhood. But it's because you're being profiled because of the location that you're in. Exactly. But that's what I'm just trying to say. Like, it it works. Exactly. But the thing is, you're only being, you're being profiled because of that area. I'm, we can be profiled in our area, Everywhere. going to the suburbs, <laughs> Fair, going, you, going, you know going, what? going to another country. Fair so enough. It's like, Touché. like we don't, we don't, we don't necessarily right. get the break of that, that's true, I'm man. at home or I'm in the suburbs. Like you get, you're going to get pulled over more if you're in a white area than anything because, like, what are you doing up here? You a black boy in the suburbs with these big houses. Why are you here? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. But hold on, let Austin, Austin, Listen, Austin. That's talk. what I was Austin about to talk. say. Let Austin talk. Like he he been over there like, hmm, ha. <laughs> he flipping his hair. <laughs> he stroking his beard. He taking notes. I need to hear <laughs> what Austin gotta say. The issue is overgeneralization. 
And I really think it comes down to culture a lot. So when you had, you had made the claim that that's reverse racism, I disagree with that point because to me I stand on the definition of racism. If oh, no, I said it's not reverse racism. You said it's not. Yeah. I said it's not reverse racism. Because we, we're accepting of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Racism is when you say, I will not do business with those people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if there is a black person who says, I'm not doing business with this guy because he's white or I'm only doing business with this guy because he's black, I think that is a form of racism. I don't think any aspect, I don't think any side of that response is justified at all, whether you're white, Jewish, Hispanic, whatever. If the world was a perfect place. If the world was perfect. Right. I and agree. so, I'm, I, again, I'm not advocating that this is right, wrong, and different. I, I don't think that if you are excluding somebody because – I think if you are excluding somebody because of their race, culture, anything, that's, that's racism. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes down to generalization, you, you had brought up the cops – I absolutely agree. As a black man, you deal with law enforcement differently than I do. Again, and I mentioned this before, coming from Stephenville. Well, not Stephenville. <laughs> coming coming from the perspective as someone who has um, ridden with a police officer in East Arlington, which okay. is a terrible spot in Arlington. Never live in East Arlington. It's terrible. He was driving I bet by. it's cheap. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cheap for a reason. It's cheap for a reason, baby. And so he was driving by, and he was saying, you know, there was a double murder here, there was a triple suicide here, there was this, there was that. I'm like, holy cow! And he wasn't saying like it. It was, you know, there are these black people over here. There's this, there's that. Police officers, I, for the majority, when they're in the car, and they run a plate, it's not African American. All right, let's pull them over. When the car's driving by, you can't see who it is. If it's driving slow, yeah, you can see it. But when someone's driving by and, like, they're going too fast, they're breaking the law. Are there bad cops who do For sure. Who do things that make you uncomfortable as a black man? Absolutely. And that is not right. There needs to be, um, there, there needs to be more, more things put into place to where that doesn't, that doesn't happen. My issue is the overgeneralization of saying all white people do this, all cops do this, all this, all that. It really comes down to, like I said, um, the type of culture that you're in. If you're in Stephenville, you're not going to get pulled over because you're black. You're going to get pulled over for doing one, o one over the speed limit because that's just what they do. They're really particular, particular on the speed. I don't care who it is. If you're in a higher – I think if you're in higher density area that there's a lot of black people or if there's a lot of crime or whatever, I mean, that, that, that's a different culture. And so my response to all of this is saying let's find those areas where it's targeting black people because they're black people and let's change it from that's the whole within. That's the whole country. Okay. No, I agree with him, though. There are pockets. Now, I'm not saying small. there's only small pockets. I'm not saying – my issue is the overgeneralization. It's like all of America is racist. All okay. of America is right. not racist. So, so I get it. I'm saying the areas I, that me are, myself, let's change I that. Will I will never say all cops are bad. No. I'm going to say cops are bad. 
I'm going to say that I'm. There are bad I'm, cops. I'm going to say that I'm worried about cops pulling me over. I'm not going to say I'm worried about all cops. I would never say all or anything. But the thing yeah. is, until. And that's like, that's, that's one reason why I like, I respect Austin's point of view because we're able to talk, we're able to have this conversation. But like, the thing is, until you've been pulled over by a white police officer multiple times for doing absolutely nothing and being questioned, where are you going? Who are you? Is this your car? Like, yes, this BMW is my car. Yes, this Hyundai Genesis is my car. Like, why can I not have this car? I don't. I may have a tank top and some basketball shorts on. This is my car. Can I see your license and registration? All right, you have a good day. I don't get a ticket. I don't get a citation. I'm not speeding. So until someone has that type of interaction with me on a regular, or not even on a regular, on multiple occasions, it's kind of hard for them to tell you how to think and how to program your mind around law enforcement when that's all you've seen. I, I'll give you, you the with. solution. I, I would say your response of saying cops are bad or if there's white people who so are racist. No, how I'm not saying cops. Said, there are cops. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying like, wrong. Like, I, I totally agree with like that. With what, any what I'm cop, saying, if any cop pulls me over, I'm going to be nervous until he yeah. set, talks like those first five words. I need to see how his reaction is I, to me. I absolutely hear you on that, Calvin, and I don't disagree with you at all. Where I think it's the delivery that comes across in a negative way. If you say cops are bad, instantly people assume, well, this guy's saying all cops are bad. If you're saying white people do this, all white people do this. That's just that's. I think that's our mindset. No matter who you are, it doesn't matter what color it is, it's the mindset of saying when you say cops or if you say this, I think there needs to be that word of, you know what, there are some black people – who do this? There are some white people who do this. There's some cops who do this. So then you're 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 not hitting a broad spectrum if you're like, sure. okay, all cops are this. It's there's this particular group who is right. doing this. We need to change that. So that's making it more right. specific, and that's honing in on the actual issue. So, so if this, you overgeneralize a culture, that's where there's, I think that's where there's but a the negative. The thing aspect. is, though, black people are already overgeneralized. I, like, think no I think that no, that's, that, that's, that's the race, thing. Though. Like we, no, 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 no. We, we we're we're so much overgeneralized to where like, we get marked like a, a lot. person. Like I've seen a person be afraid of being around me. Like when I'm not in the suit, I may have a tank top on. I may have a fitted, some shades, whatever the case may be. Like I've seen a person be afraid of being around. I've seen to where a cop is thought like mm-hmm. I've been involved in something, or I'm just just this street ass dude. Like. I've seen that, and I've seen my friends be in that same generalization. It's just the same way if we go back to culture. If we go back to culture, if you look at the 90s and 2000s when baggy clothes was a thing, baggy clothes was a big thing. Shit would get you shot and killed today. That culture, there were some white people that wore wore FUBU, wore baggy clothes, Mm -hmm. had even – we're never going to talk about, like, the tees and the jeans. We're going to talk about the big T-shirts or the, the caps or whatever the case may be. They're left alone because they're deemed, I'm talking from a kid's standpoint, they're just kids in style, living through a fad, whatever the case may be, versus I can have the same outfit on, I'm selling drugs. I'm doing some shit I shouldn't be doing. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to hear – don't overgeneralize when that's all black people have been is overgeneralized from 
We, day one. We got to get to the root, though. We got to get to the root, though. Let's just circle back. The reason that you feel the way you do and that you feel the way you do. It's life experience. Is because, well, well one, that's what I was going to say. It's the culture that you grew up in. environment. For sure, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's the scope you see it through. They they don't they don't determine who we are, but they do shape us, our experiences and our environment, right? So you can grow up in the hood, you can make it out. You know what I'm saying? You can grow up oppressed, you can make it out. I'm not saying you can't, right? But my whole thing is the fact that you know, black people. I must let me turn the camera. Black people don't own shit. That's my issue with black people. So I agree with what you said because black people don't own a damn thing. But that's not a, that's not an issue with black people. Oh, when but, you when you got oh, no, no, no. here here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna take it back to the PlayStation and Xbox reference, right? So black people are like, okay, let me let me put it in context. So I went to school. Close to you, Northern Illinois University, right? We had the highest police population in the state, right? There were only between the DeKalb police, the NIU police, the county sheriff, the, you know what I'm saying, state police, whatever, there were only three black police officers. And so each and every time we got pulled over, it was a negative experience. Every single time, every time I'm going to give you the solution, but every time we got pulled over, the shit was a negative experience. Like I could drive. So you said in decal, there was only three police officers, right. three black police officers. So, black. so the thing is, they couldn't even get black people to apply. But the thing is, though, the, thing, the thing is, because you gave this example, maybe like two episodes ago. How do you know black people didn't apply? Do, do you work for the do you work because for the police the, but do you work for the police department cuz i say oh, no, i say no. i say that to say this is that people always say black people should do this black people should that black people should take more roles i know for a fact there are black people that do try to take that initiative for sure. For but sure. then you have you have this glass yeah. ceiling and, he, and, and you have and you have this you have this machine that I runs agree. a whole operation that keeps them from getting into that I door I because they want their system to remain how it remains. Now, I once every five years, we may let one of you in, but on a regular application, nah, you don't meet this requirement. And that's oh, what I want no, to talk about. No, you didn't pass this test. That's what so I want to talk about. The, the thing is, is that I, I will never, I will never say black people don't try because I know that black people do. Some black but, people do, but. But but you have to be given the opportunity. It's just yeah. like it's just like yeah. with the NFL sure. and the NBA. There's sure. no black owners because they don't even give them an opportunity, opportunity. Right. to be a black owner. Like you have Jay Z, which I mean he was owner, but he dropped out. But he was only like maybe what one to three percent stake involved in the net exactly. before he retired. Exactly. So it's like you just have to look at the overall mechanism I agree. of I agree. everything within the country. And, I, and again, I can only speak from experience, my experience, right? So although we only had three black police officers, our police chief was black. Shout out to Chief Grady, right? So like the chief of police was black, was a black man. And, you know, he stood for everything that I thought was right, right? 
And so, again, some of us, and again, this goes back to the point that I made earlier. Some of us, like, there's a lack of representation in the community. So, you know, there are so many black people that are like, fuck the police. And I'm like, well, if it's fuck the police, then be the police. And how about you change the narrative? So, fuck the judge. Oh, well, how about you become a judge? Yeah. Fuck lawyers. Well, how about you become a lawyer and you rewrite the narrative of what it is to be a lawyer? Fuck my parole officer. You know, fuck politicians. Like, you know, black people say, fuck these roles so much that we choose not to get involved at all and then get upset that we're being oppressed. But I can't, I can't, I can't, there's I can't. a lack of representation, bro. I can't, there's a lack of representation, but I can't say that we choose to do nothing because you have plenty of black judges and black politicians. Not enough. Have, it's not it's not, not enough. enough, but you can't that's not that's I'm not, not saying that there's none but zero, but there but are it's not, not enough. It's not enough, but you can't so, say that's at the fault of the black community. I'm not, oh, I'm not saying that at all. You have to I'm realize. not saying that at all. Okay. It's not our fault because okay. it's the system. Okay, that's all the I'm system saying. was set up that way so that we couldn't get in. And that's why I respect and appreciate black cops, black judges, black doctors, black lawyers so much because it's a system that wasn't set up for us. Like, we weren't supposed to be in there in the first place. So the fact that you got in, I appreciate and respect you for that alone. Awesome. What you got to I close agree. this out with? So it's, it's three quick things. Number one, you really can't change the way someone thinks because people are going to think what they're going to think. You can only change the way that they think by leading by example. So to, to finish with the question is, what is the solution? Because if we just sit here and talk, whine, bitch, moan, complain about For our sure. issues and I we're agree. not actually putting in the effort, we're no different than The View. And I don't think those women actually do anything to change the culture of this company or of this country because they just talk and jab. We're not a podcast who just talks and jab. We're actually going to make a difference. So to end the question, we might pick it up next episode, but what do we do to change the solution? Because we don't just talk about it. Mm. We're going to put in the effort. I think I – think. And I'll just say this real quick to close it out. I think the thing is that when we talk about whine and complain, there's nobody really, I won't even call it whining and complaining, but there's nobody that really has anything to complain about but the minority. Because if you look at it from oh, a minority standpoint, <laughs> we got to keep knocking down this wall, keep knocking down this wall. We got to, I mean, you have a whole Facebook page that is degrading a black woman from being a mermaid. They're still going to so, be racist. Exactly, I'm not saying that's right exactly. at all. Always. I'm not saying that's so right at all. I guess, I guess yeah. in, in my closing remarks, I guess it's, going, it's hard. You can't say there's a way to stop complaining when there's multiple things that keep coming just up needs to be, for, there needs to for, be a game for, for, for the issue to be brought to face. Yeah. But that's how, that's how I told you, man. I had a deep conversation nah, for us today. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Like Austin said, like, follow, subscribe Please. to our, our YouTube, you Instagram want to talk about pages, something, drop it in the comments. Apple Podcasts. And uh, until next episode, man, it's Whiskey Conversation Podcast. We next out. time we'll have whiskey, hopefully. <laughs>